Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. San Francisco's Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals was the site of a brewing battle on Wednesday, and it's over one of the city's most visible and hard-to-solve problems, homelessness, specifically homeless encampments. A panel of judges was holding a hearing inside the courthouse to evaluate whether to keep or throw out an injunction against the city that stops it from removing encampments. Hundreds of people faced off in front of the court in dueling protests. On one side... Stop the sweets! Stop the sweets! Stop the sweets! Homeless advocates protested the city's practice of clearing or sweeping encampments. And then, on the other side... Another group was calling on judges to reverse the existing injunction that started prohibiting encampment sweeps last year. Among those protesting on that side of the debate was San Francisco Mayor Lennon Breed. We are compassionate. We are supportive. We continue to help people. But this is not the way. Anything goes in San Francisco is not the way. Sweeps involve sending public works, police, and social workers into an encampment to ask its residents to pack up and leave. Sometimes that request comes with an offer to go into a shelter, but often advocates say there aren't enough beds to offer one to everyone. Because of that, last December, a federal judge issued an order blocking sweeps. But city officials, including Breed, say that the city should be allowed to clear encampments when public health and safety are at stake. In a fiery speech, Breed aired her frustrations. It is not humane to let people live on our streets in tents, use drugs. We have found dead bodies. We have found a dead baby in these tents. We have seen people in really awful conditions, and we are not standing for it anymore. This week, the battle over encampments played out in two court proceedings. While the city appealed the injunction in court, lawyers representing unhoused people asked the judge who originally issued this ban to add enforcement. Today on Fifth Emission, City Hall reporter Aldo Toledo shares how we got here and the latest developments in these hearings. Aldo, welcome back to the show. Yes, thank you for having me again. Aldo, take us back to the beginning of what's going on right now with homeless encampment sweeps in San Francisco. How did this most recent battle between San Francisco officials and homeless advocates start? Well, it started in September when the Coalition on Homelessness filed a lawsuit against the city on behalf of seven unhoused folks living on the streets. Essentially, the suit alleges that the city has violated the rights of homeless people by pushing them to places where they have nowhere to go and seizing and destroying their property. It comes after years of pitched battle between residents who want to see clear streets in their neighborhoods and then homeless activists who want to make sure that the rights of unhoused people are protected. The city does alternatives for folks to get into housing 
but the coalition has alleged through this lawsuit that the city simply doesn't have enough shelter beds to deal with the demand out there. So to back up a little bit, Aldo, what has been the city's policy on clearing homeless encampments and offering housing to people on the streets? So the city in the past has taken an approach to get folks off the street by enforcing its sit-and-lie laws, as well as any laws that they have against camping and sleeping outside. Theoretically, the city could have enforced those ordinances, those laws, in the past, but more recently we've seen the city take a different approach to this by offering more services and housing and shelter to folks before sweeping their encampment. So it's not as likely today to see these kinds of laws being enforced. But the Coalition on Homelessness has alleged that the city has violated its own policies on that, you know, sweeping folks without offering them help or seizing their property and destroying it without enforcing their bag and tag rule, which has been in place for many years now. So advocates are saying that the resources that San Francisco is spending to sweep encampments should actually be redirected towards things like affordable housing and other things that can fix homelessness. Do we have a sense of how much money San Francisco is spending on these sweeps? A city report in 2015 found that uh, San Francisco was spending upwards of $21 million dollars just on enforcing these quality of life ordinances against homeless people. So these are the sit and lie laws or no camping laws. The city has uh, you know, spent hundreds of millions of dollars building shelter beds, building affordable housing, but the coalition simply believes it's, it's not enough. A lot of these shelters aren't uh, permanent housing options for folks. And they believe that the city should be investing more into those permanent housing options as opposed to simply building more homeless shelters. So going back to the lawsuit that was filed last fall, what was the result of it? Magistrate Judge Donna Ryu essentially temporarily banned San Francisco from clearing most homeless encampments or citing people for sleeping in public. So... Right now, the city is prohibited from any of those kinds of sweeps, which has, you know, drawn a lot of frustration from city residents. The magistrate judge actually pointed to evidence presented by the group of unhoused people saying that the city has violated its policies on bagging and tagging homeless people's belongings and offering shelter before sweeping an encampment. The judge has actually become a very controversial figure in this whole issue, and said that the city's arguments in its defense saying that they do offer shelter to folks was wholly unconvincing. That's the quote. She says that the city has failed to directly dispute that it cleared people without offering shelter. And as of Thursday's hearing, Donna Ryu doesn't believe that the city has enough evidence to to stop the injunction from continuing. So let's get into the city's defense argument a little bit more. San Francisco leaders are saying that having the ability to clear encampments is really important to keep. They're fighting that injunction. What's their argument? So the city is arguing that it's already spent significant amounts of money to shelter unhoused people. The city alleges that the large majority of people that city workers encounter are refusing placements in temporary shelters or tiny homes. And 
they say that some are using the encampments for drug dealing, human trafficking, and other illegal activity. The city attorney's office, David Chu, has disputed this idea that San Francisco forces people to leave from encampments without offering shelter. In fact, he told the court that their order preventing sweeps unnecessarily burdens their ability to actually clear streets of public safety concerns. So right now, the city could still enforce its ADA compliance laws or or different right-of-way laws to sweep encampments, but it cannot use these sit-and-lie laws or no-camping laws to force people out of their encampments. So, Aldo, at the heart of this dispute is really about whether or not San Francisco actually has enough shelter for everyone on the streets. Advocates say that they don't. But what do we really know? What we know is that the city has about 7,000 or 8,000 folks living on the street. This is based on the point-in-time count that they do every year, basically going around the entire city and counting each and every single person that's unhoused. However, the city only has about... 3,000 to 4,000 shelter beds available. That's not enough to house everybody who's homeless in the city. San Francisco doesn't dispute the fact that there aren't enough shelter beds, but they say that a lot of people who they come into contact with actually refuse to go into shelters or some of the other temporary housing options that are presented to them. City Attorney uh, Jim Emery at one point said, that the city's experience has shown that only 40% of people who live at an encampment typically agree to move to a shelter. So the city is arguing, in fact, that the shelter beds that we have now are able to house the folks that want them, but that they need other means to enforce the people who aren't accepting help. Why might some unhoused people refuse an offer of shelter from the city? Reporter Aldo Toledo shares what he learned from looking at one encampment in the Castro District. You're listening to Fifth and Mission. You can support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Aldo Toledo, you did some reporting in the Castro District where... A small encampment at Market and Castro Streets has become a kind of battleground for this larger fight about homeless encampments. And an unhoused man who lives there, Toro Castaño, is one of the plaintiffs in the lawsuit we've been discussing. People say Castaño has refused offers of housing, which they say should warrant removing his tent. But Castaño says he's frustrated with how the city has done outreach to him. What did he share with you? 
Well, he shared with me that he has found conflicting offers from the city. He, at one point, was offered a tiny home from Urban Alchemy, the tiny home development that is on Gough Street, and was asked to go on a tour, see if he liked the the village there. But when he showed up, Urban Alchemy told him that they don't do tours of the tiny home. So he's getting a lot of this conflicting information from the city. And on top of that, he's had really difficult situations in temporary housing in the past. One of his roommates at his first temporary housing on Post Street had lice and would not accept any kind of hygiene help in order to to stop the spread of these lice in the apartment building. And so he had to deal with public health issues in his apartment. Because of that, he he decided that it was actually safer and, and better for him to live on the street than live at this apartment with this person. So he has had opportunities to be housed, and he has been housed in the past. But like the lawsuit alleges, and, and what he would say is that these aren't permanent housing options. These are simply temporary solutions and that the city needs to invest more in permanent options for folks uh, to get out of homelessness. And that temporary housing options are unsafe and unsanitary, which is something that the Chronicle has done big investigations on. Yeah, I mean, we did a project on SRO showing the absolute horrid conditions that some of these homeless folks were dealing with in apartment hotels in the Tenderloin and Lower Knob Hill. These are not very safe places. A lot of the time, they're physically unsafe. They're, there's a lot of drugs and drug dealing and use in, in many of these places. Some of these public health issues, like what Castaño talked about. Well, Aldo, bring us up to speed here. So after nearly a year of legal battles earlier this month, homeless advocates said they want to negotiate a settlement with the city. And that kind of settlement would include things like prioritizing affordable housing, implementing public oversight measures, and leaving the police out of sweeps. How did city attorney David Chu react to that invitation? Well, he called it a political stunt. He did not agree with going to the negotiating table on this. And I think that the city and the city attorney are very much willing to take this as long as it takes and uh, really see what comes out of it. I I think the city is very much wanting to enforce uh, some of these no camping, no sitting and lying laws in order to deal with the, 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 the misery that we're seeing on the streets. And he's just not keen to sit down with the Homeless Coalition or the ACLU and Lawyers Committee at any point soon. So that response from the city attorney kind of seemed to escalate the fight even further. And it seemed to culminate this week where we saw rallies and different court hearings take place, especially on Wednesday morning. That's when San Francisco leaders, including Mayor London Breed, gathered outside the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals to ask the court to lift the injunction. Homeless advocates also gathered there, and it was quite a showdown. Tell me what you saw. It was chaotic. I mean, these are folks who have become incredibly polarized over this issue. People were speaking over each other. Um, There were little heated debates breaking out on the sidelines. We saw so many different kinds of signs like calling out Homelessness Coalition Executive Director Jennifer Friedenbach or even Donna Rio herself for 
you know, preventing the city from doing these sweeps. We had on one side the Democratic Socialists of America and several groups supporting the Homeless Coalition, the uh, Harvey Milk LGBTQ Democratic Club, for example. And then on the other side, a, a much larger showing was the more moderate and conservative elements of the city. Obviously, we had Mayor London Breed go, but we also had uh, several of the moderate supervisors go as well. Joel Ingardio, Raphael Mandelman, Matt Dorsey, and even Asha Safai showed up a little bit later. It was quite a showing on the moderate side of things. Uh, the rally actually started with a lion dance from a, a high school group, senior groups from, from Chinatown and the Richmond district. It was a really diverse showing of folks on that side of things. So there was definitely a lot going on outside the courthouse on Wednesday, but also inside. It was an hour-long hearing with a lot of complicated legal points to go through. But one key question that really emerged was, the use of the term, quote, involuntarily homeless in the injunction, how is the city attorney David Chu hinging the city's defensive sweeps on that particular definition? The attorneys for the city are saying that this is overly broad and left questions as to what, what options the city actually has to address street homelessness. In particular, the city is saying that the judge's definition of involuntary homelessness, like you said, is is not clear and that it needs to define those terms. The city believes that it's especially problematic because, like I said, over half of the unhoused individuals approached by city workers reject offers of shelter. One of the attorneys uh, for the plaintiff said at the hearing that a person could no longer be considered, quote, involuntarily homeless if they are offered but decline a genuine shelter option. And the city attorney was uh, pleasantly surprised by that concession from plaintiffs during oral arguments on Wednesday. It certainly points to that this isn't a, a sure victory for the Homeless Coalition. It, it points to the fact that the, the judges are willing to consider the city's claims and that this specific issue of being offered shelter and refusing it, that the court is willing to consider that as a possible reason to allow sweeps of encampments in, in those specific circumstances. In addition to the court hearing on Wednesday, there was also one on Thursday where the city asked for some modifications to the injunction. How did that go? And what are the next steps now? So the city wanted to get a modification on the injunction in order to be able to sweep some homeless encampments. Judge decided that the city did not have enough evidence to support an injunction a modification. And um, the homeless condition as well was alleging that the city had been violating the injunction by continuing to do sweeps. But the Homeless Coalition and its attorneys apparently did not have enough evidence either to suggest that the city was violating that injunction. At this point, we're waiting on new arguments to be presented uh, September 22nd, but we don't know yet when the next hearing will be on that issue. Now, although just to take a step back a little bit, other cities are also grappling with similar debates around how to deal with homeless encampments and courts in other cities like L.A. or Boise, Idaho. They mandate that alternative shelter has to be in place. So 
To put things in perspective, it's kind of important to remember here that San Francisco really isn't alone in trying to figure these issues out. Yeah, this is an issue facing cities across the country. Basically, if there is a city in this country that is dealing with a homelessness issue, this is a key part of that conversation. This all really started in Boise, Idaho, where a federal court decided that a person can remain on the streets because it is it would be a violation of their civil rights for them to be swept from that street. And what we're seeing all over the country, judges are agreeing with that decision. A federal judge in Arizona this month uh, temporarily banned uh, Phoenix from conducting sweeps of a large homeless encampment in the city. So this is a, a, an issue that's facing the whole rest of the country. But I think what's interesting in San Francisco is that whatever happens here will determine what happens in the rest of the country. And there are some folks who want this uh, issue to go all the way to the Supreme Court, which is a much more conservative court than the courts that we see in the West, particularly in California. Mm. Well, Aldo, thank you so much. This is such a complicated topic. I appreciate you helping me understand it. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Aldo Toledo covers San Francisco City Hall for The Chronicle. Find ongoing coverage of San Francisco's legal battle over homeless encampments online at sfchronicle.com and on The Chronicle app. Thank you to Gary Baca for the edits and Laura Wenis for the production help. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 